The views and opinions expressed in this program are those of the guests and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the hosts and creators of this program. This is the Pet Buzz with pet trendologist Charlotte Reed and Dr. Michael Fleck. The Pet Buzz is dedicated to enhancing the bond between pets and their people. Each week, the Pet Buzz provides the latest news and information on how to keep your pets healthy and happy so you can save money and have a fulfilling relationship together. Now, here's your Pet Buzz hosts, Charlotte Reed and Dr. Michael Fleck. Hey, greetings from the Pet Buzz studios on the Gulf Coast of Florida. Unfortunately, I have a seasonal cold, even here in Florida, where it's like 77 degrees. I ended up having a cold. Which you caught from me. Which I definitely did catch from you. And so did Karen, your assistant in the office. One of your assistants in the office caught it, too. So we're not so thrilled with you right now. And you know how I am. I stay sick forever. So I suspect I'll have this cold well into the new year. Well, I don't know about you guys who are listening, our listening audience out there. Have you checked out our new website? We want to know what you think. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at The Pet Buzz. I'm impressed. So I have this new thing that I'm starting to do, Doc. What's that? Check me out. Oh. Yeah, I'm starting to wear dog and cat sweaters. So I started wearing them on my TV tour. I like them a lot. Gotten some compliments. You got to change it up when you're on TV all the time. You can't always like, you know, I mean, don't get me wrong. I like to look all formal and, you know, dolled up. up. But it's kind of cool. It's like a different look. So uh, I bought a few from eBay, Poshmark and Macari. It reminds me, I think I told you about my sister. My sister's roommate ran off in the middle of the night and didn't pay rent. Did I ever tell you that story? Well, that's pretty much a nutshell. (laughs) But she left her dog behind. They lived on Central Park South. In New York City, so right below the park. And my sister was away and she came back and there was a note, no money, of course, and Charlie, oh, the wire, wow. uh, wire fox terrier. So this is kind of an ode to Charlie. This was like 40 years ago, 50 years but it ago. It became hers, right? Yeah. Well, no, it became my mother's, of course. Oh, your mother's. So, and thus it became my dog. So Charlie was old at the time. He didn't, he probably lasted a few more years, but he was a feisty little thing. Mm. He liked to hang out in the kitchen. So this sweater is an ode to Charlie. So that's why I, and I, I think it's a nice, nice cotton sweater. Dog sweaters are really hot. A lot of people make dog sweaters. So I think I'll be wearing dog sweaters for a while now. It's your new thing. It's my new thing. Okay. So let's talk about the show, what everyone's going to listen to today. So later on the show, you guys are going to learn about how one Colorado man helped his foster dog find a forever home very, very quickly. You know, alcohol and drug addiction affect the whole family, including the family pet. Steve Knight, founder and executive director of Dogs Matter 2, is here discussing his nonprofit agency that helps pets and their people when they seek treatment for their addictions. Yeah. That's uh, really interesting. And, you know, Steve Knight recently appeared on the Kelly Clarkson show with that program. I hope it gets promoted extensively. Yeah, me too. My cat, Hayden, who is 14 years old, got out of the house this past week and wandered off. And thanks to so many people with their helpful advice, he was found. But during the holidays with the hubbub, visiting guests and just being so stressed, this could happen to you. So 
Our next guest, Jennifer Cohen Funk, a board member of Lost Pet Services, Inc., a 501c3 organization, is joining us to give us some advice about what to do if your dog or cat goes missing. Hello, Jennifer, and welcome back to the Pet Buzz. Hi, Dr. Fleck. Thank you. Firstly, we want to thank you so much for your help when our cat Hayden went missing. Yeah, I'm so sorry to hear he went missing, but I'm so glad that he's back. He's back. back. <laughs> he, he has some medical challenges, but he's back. He's 14. Yeah, I'm a lamb. Yeah. 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 14 years old. He wanted some freedom, I guess. So, Jennifer, first question is super simple. Why do pets go missing? What happens? Well, a lot of times it boils down to they get scared of something. It could be panic. It could be, you know, that um, new people are coming in their home at the holidays that they don't know. A door gets left open and they they simply panic and they just run. Yeah. I mean, I know uh, one of our neighbor's dogs uh, went missing. He was chasing squirrels. Yeah. In their yard. They have a lot of trees. The squirrels were running across the street, going from tree to tree. And the dog just mm -hmm. ran off chasing squirrels. So wildlife, all sorts of things, other dogs, you know, mm -hmm. and that's why I really get upset when people do not have their dog on a leash because right. anything could happen. A car could backfire. I mean, and especially where we are, sometimes you hear all these souped up cars at night or early right. in the morning. Mm -hmm. And I mean, one minute he's there, the next minute he or she's gone. Or if they don't have a restricted <laughs> area that they can contain their dog. Sure. Like a backyard right. that has fencing. Yep. Problem, with, our, problem mm -hmm. with the cat is it found an area underneath the fence to get out, which was terrible. Well, and cats can just go right up over too. <laughs> oh, they do everything. Yeah, they do. So, so we've just experienced this, but what's the first thing to do when your pet goes missing? Well, the first thing most people do is freak out, which is totally natural. <laughs> but then the next thing that you should do is immediately get in your car. Uh, a lot of times I have somebody come with me so that we can drive around the neighborhood very slowly, looking both sides. Uh, you know, if you have a picture of your pet, which if you're like me, I have about 5 million pictures of my pets. Uh, you can go around. If you see anybody, you can show them your phone. You can ask if you can send them a text, uh, it, you know, so that they have your phone number in case that they see your dog or cat or whoever they see. Uh, but yeah, first thing is usually just driving around the neighborhood and, you know, perhaps while you're doing that, have your wingman or whoever's in the car with you helping contact an organization uh, of some sort in order to get the ball rolling to help find your, your pet. So a lot of people would go to the, would contact the local animal shelter. So what's the best way to do that? I mean, you know, after you've scouted your neighborhood, maybe they haven't picked up the cat or a dog. I mean, here in Florida, where we live, Jen, there's a lot of cats all over the place. So we don't necessarily see cats being picked up by the animal shelter. Maybe somebody will call and have a cat picked up. And that's what happened with our cat. But what's the best way to interact with the local animal shelter? So probably the best way is to just get on the phone immediately. A lot of sheriff's departments or police departments have an, an animal services number that you can call. Generally, I don't recommend calling 911 because that's reserved for people who are in genuine distress, but they often have a non-emergency number. And a lot of times that's the first place I call because they can either transfer me to their animal services department or they can tell me if they recently picked up a dog or a cat. You know, I think it's fair to say, too, that you just said the animal animal care services, that would be the governmental unit. 
but don't yes. forget about the humane societies. Right. People can go there too. So you have to check all the shelters. Right. Well, I know here in Sarasota, uh, Animal Control is the organization that picks up the animals. And so they are the first to process them. So in Sarasota, the Humane Society doesn't send somebody out to pick up, you know, animals, generally speaking. It's animal services. But, yeah, it's different in every part of the country and even in Florida. Well, my thought was is that somebody could pick it up and not take it to the shelter, but take it to the Humane Society. Yeah, that's a possibility too. Yeah. And I would think that would make sense for a lot of people because yeah. number one, you know, a lot of times people think <laughs> the animal shelter is euthanizing animals every three to five days. So I can see that mm -hmm. or they'll try to get advice or some people, you know, I mean, if you go on some of the app, the neighborhood apps, people sometimes bring the, the dogs or cats home uh, oh, yeah. and, and try to lot. care for them for a few days before, sure. you know, they realize they can't take care of it. I until guess the, the short of it was, Check all the shelters. Yeah, check just, all. Well, not just the governmental. I think shelter. it's more check all the established uh, organizations, yeah, yeah. as well as maybe check your veterinarian if you think your pet has a microchip. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, Jennifer, we're up against a break, so please hang on with us for a little bit. We'll uh, continue this conversation on the other side. Sounds good. You are listening to the Pet Buzz with pet trendologist Charlotte Reed and veterinarian Dr. Michael Fleck. Introducing the new PetBuzz.com website. ThePetBuzz.com. It's got a whole new look. More graphics, great pet pics, video versions of our guest interviews, more of Charlotte and Dr. Fleck, and ways for you to save money. ThePetBuzz.com. It's a whole new look. ThePetBuzz.com. Hey, it's Dr. Michael Fleck back with you here on the Pet Buzz. Just because the temps are falling... Don't drop the ball on your pet's flea and tick protection. Fleas and ticks have a rugged defense against the elements. So stay online, man. Fall is not the time to fumble your responsibilities. Score a touchdown with your pet and make an extra point to keep your pets healthy and safe from fleas and tick this football, I mean, fall season. Brushing your dog's teeth can be expensive, and brushing teeth can be an absolute chore. It's so difficult. And I'm not going to tell you a tale because both are necessary to maintain a dog's healthy mouth. But to supplement my pet's dental care regime, I use Loving Pets products, tooth sticks. These affordable U.S. maiden source dog treats help maintain a clean mouth, fresh breath, and stimulate gums. Online at shoplp.com. And we've also posted special information about Loving Pets and how you can save even more money on our website, thepetbuzz.com. So thank you, Loving Pets, another proud supporter of the Pet Buzz. Does your pet have dry, flaky, and itchy skin? Do you find yourself visiting the veterinarian repeatedly because Fido or Fluffy has skin allergies or ear infections? EpiPet to the rescue. Developed by a veterinarian, EpiPet is a revolutionary, high-performance skin and ear care product line made with the finest natural ingredients. EpiPet, for you and your pet, means better pet health. For more information, epi-pet.com. EpiPet is another proud partner of the Pet Buzz. Ever wonder what goes on inside the Pet Buzz studio? We post full-length video versions of all of our guests on our YouTube channel.
Now you know what your dog feels like waiting for you to go on your daily walk. Welcome back to the Pet Buzz. The Pet Buzz, enhancing the bond between pets and their people. Okay, so we're back on the Pet Buzz with Jennifer Cohen Funk talking about what to do if your dog goes missing. So, you know, it's a real stressful time or cat goes missing. (laughs) At this stressful time, you know, the holidays, why is it important to connect with local pet owners on social media and let them know that your pet's missing? Well, you know, I had seen uh, a statistic the other day that out of 7 billion people on the planet, 1 billion of them have iPhones. And that doesn't even include all the Android phone people and phone people. Sounds funny. But anyway, so many, many people have access to social media. And one of the fastest ways is to get connected with, like, for instance, I'm affiliated with an organization called Lost Pet Services, which is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. And underneath the umbrella of that organization, we have a Facebook page called Lost and Found Pets 941. Well, if you have Facebook, which millions, if not billions of people on the planet have, or if you know somebody who does, that often is a great way to get a first contact with help. I've lost my pet and they can immediately go to action. They have a whole bunch of list or a whole list of steps that you should take about who you should call, when you should do it, how you put up a, a sign or a poster. They'll actually create one for you. No, I mean, that's great information. And, you know, it's interesting. A lot of these people are on Facebook or mm-hmm. on you know, next door, which is a big neighborhood uh, app across the country. They're constantly on there. I mean, Mm -hmm. when I put up Hayden's picture and a post on Facebook and next door, I literally I I also put my phone number because as far as I'm concerned, I can always get another number. (laughs) Right. Right. Although it is a 917 number and it is a New York Mm-hmm. Uh, if anyone if anyone remembers that whole uh sex in the city sarah jessica parker thing when she's having the conversation with jennifer hudson about what's the 646 number i'm a 917 girl well anyway that's so not the point but i just thought it was a sidebar a funny funny story but um i put the number up and i started getting phone calls the, within five minutes i got a phone call it was like 6 30 in the morning and someone called that's great. Right away. That's great. Right away. And then t- like 10 minutes later, somebody else called. So people right. are out there. They're monitoring people who are involved in these organizations, like the one that Jennifer is involved in. They constantly mm-hmm. go on there. And the person said, you know what? I think your cat's at the shelter. And I said, really? Well, he doesn't look, mm-hmm. you know, that was when he was in his height of his show career. He's a lot older right. now. And she goes, no, that, unless it's his twin <laughs> by another mother. You know, but yeah. sure enough, and that got me up and, and they were actually so gracious. They told me everything I needed to go and claim Hayden. That's so, wonderful. It's amazing yeah. how quickly he was picked up by animal control, because a lot of times, you know, they can be out for quite a while before they get picked up. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, how th- these things work. Okay. And, and, and note that probably what you're saying is not unique. Every case probably is on itself something unique. Absolutely. And, you know, because I work with the organization, I am actually a board member for Lost Pet Services. I've fostered and rescued a probably, I don't know, 40, 50 dogs. I don't generally do cats <laughs> because that's a whole nother animal. And I have I have uh, three dogs myself, but um, I have dogs constantly showing up even at my house. And most of the time I'll take them in, I'll give them a bath, I'll clean them up. 
Uh, and then immediately we're already posting what I call the money shot. I try to get a perfect headshot of them. And so often people immediately contact me through the organization, through you know the Facebook page or next door. And they say, hey, that's my dog. And they bring proof. And, but sometimes, you know, they're, they're just lost or they're abandoned or something happens and I'll end up having them for several weeks to months uh, until we either find their owners, hopefully, or eventually they'll just need to be adopted out. So unless they show up at my house, like the day after Thanksgiving, where I had this huge dog show up, literally, you know, my mom always said, I don't believe you that dogs are following you home. Oh, well, wait a did. second. Wait, wait, yeah. wait. Cause I have, you know, I'm sitting here thinking of one of my best friends. So one of my best friends was living near Jennifer, Marlene, and Marlene has like a giant Yorkie who escaped out of the back fence of their property and was running around on Lockbridge Road. And guess where it ended up? At Jennifer's house. So dogs do run to Jennifer's house. And I have no idea what happened, but somehow the two of them started talking and they realized Mm -hmm. that their common denominator was me. Isn't that strange? That yeah. happened like two, maybe three years ago, about three happens years ago. All the time. But it happens yeah. all the time. But I thought that was yeah. just so crazy. So, you know, each case is, is built upon right. itself. No, just unique. Yeah, complete. Unique. Yeah. I mean, and I even said to Marlene, you know what? If the dogs are in the backyard, there's too much room by that back fence. <laughs> and sure yeah. enough, like a week later, the dog got out. But uh, the funny thing was when she went to go pick up her dog, the, I don't even know how you guys started talking, but that she maybe she said something like, oh, my friend Charlotte said something and you said Charlotte. And then they yeah. found out they had me in common. Isn't that crazy? It is crazy. Yeah. So this huge, huge dog just showed up at my house. It was like nine o'clock at night. And uh, I mean, huge, 80 or 90 pounds. And my dogs were barking out in the yard and I went out and looked and and I was expecting them to maybe be chasing, you know, like you said, a squirrel, raccoon, something. And all of a sudden, my friend who was in the house said that I said, oh, hello. <laughs> and she said that she immediately thought, oh, gosh, it's a dog. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, I went out there, had some Thanksgiving turkey, brought him to me. You know, we put the dogs in my bedroom uh, <laughs> because she was visiting and her dog was here, too, and brought the dog in. She was my friend was quite scared of him and turned out to be the sweetest big lug any ever. I called animal control because, again, most of the time I keep the dogs. But unfortunately, this time, because I had my friend here and her dog and, you know, it was after Thanksgiving, there was no way I, I could integrate, you know, this 90 pound dog into my pack uh, that quickly. So anyway, they came and got him. I kept following up with animal services and sure enough, his name was Macchiato and his owners had left for Thanksgiving. They had a dog sitter. Macchiato got out and he showed up in my yard. <laughs> so oh, they ended up that? that was that was a very, very happy ending on that. So once again, proof to Jennifer's mom that all dogs, their roads leave to Je- lead to Jennifer. <laughs> OK. All, OK. So let's talk a little bit prevention now. So what should all pets wear to keep them safe? Well, you know, I think that a great idea is to have a collar. Um, and on the collar, I often have for my dogs, I have just their name and then I have the re- word reward and then my phone number. And I know some people say, oh, put your name, you know, phone number, your address, your this, your that. But my belief is that, you know, I want people to be able to read the tag. (laughs) And especially if by chance the dog's been playing with other dogs and you know how tags get all scratched up. And sometimes it's hard to read the information. The bigger it is, the easier it is. 
And I always believe that if people are going to call me to get my dog back, you know, that it never hurts to say reward. Um, but if they decide for some reason they want to keep my kids because they're so super sweet, I want them to know my dog's name. Do you list on your website uh, the procedure for what people should do? I usually refer people to the Facebook page, which is Lost and Found Pets 941. Nice. All dogs lead nice. to Jen. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Well, everyone, AKA the very dog mother. <laughs> right. So, everyone, that was Jennifer Funk from Lost Pet Services offering advice about what to do if your pet goes missing. Jen is a fantastic member of our Manatee Sarasota community, and I'm always honored to have her join us on our show. Thank you for joining us. You are listening to the Pet Buzz with pet trendologist Charlotte Reed and veterinarian Dr. Michael Fleck. Need more buzz? We've got plenty more for you on our social media channels, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We call it Pet Buzz Plus. It's the best way for you to engage with like-minded pet lovers everywhere. So remember, Pet Buzz Plus. When your doctor recommended omega fatty acids as a daily supplement, he told you that they promoted better heart, brain, skin, joint, and immune system health. Well, doesn't it make sense for your pet to have the same health benefits? EpiPet Whole Fish Treat, an all-natural smoked fish supplement, is 100% bioavailable, bringing your pets the nutrients they need to keep them healthy and happy. www.epi-pet.com EpiPet is another proud partner of the Pet Buzz. You had something to ask me, Dr. Floyd. I need to ask you, Charlotte, that you have been on a TV tour. Yeah. At, which is a great tour. So what have you been talking about? Well, that's a good question. So interesting enough, Doc, I didn't know this, but according to the American Pet Products Association annual national pet owner survey, 73% of dog owners and 62% of cat owners purchase gifts for their pets. So that means over a third of dog owners and a quarter of cat owners will be adding pets to their holiday gift list. And this is also another thing I didn't know. Deloitte, the accounting firm, does an annual retail survey. And this year they said that pet owners are spending about $90 per animal on their dog and cat for the holidays. That's not extraordinary, I don't think. I don't think so, but you know, it's $90. So what exactly are pet owners buying during the gifting season? And What do pets really want for Christmas? Well, pet owners are buying a lot of stuff, but here's the deal. You know this. Cats and especially dogs love food as much as we do. So treats make great stocking stuffers. Or if you want to do something like for a more impactful gift, you see that gift basket over there. That is the woof basket. And, you know, you can do a, a basket like that's by loving pets. Think about it like this. You want to impress your boss who has a dog. Buy him a gift basket. You're a pet grandparent. Buy a pet gift basket. Or here's one. If you want to impress or dazzle a potential boyfriend or girlfriend, consider the gift basket because you're letting them know you're thinking about their dog. Awesome. And think about how many times it's difficult to buy something for a friend. Buy it for their pet. Right, exactly. Well, that Wolf Day gift basket by Loving Pets not only has a variety of treats, It has got bowls and a treat container. It's even got a travel bowl for dogs on the go Mm. and two mats, the big place mat Mm -hmm. and then a liner mat for the inside. So, you know, there are a lot of treats on the market, 
but not all treats are the same. And I think people really need to understand that. So you want treats that are health and safe, safe. You want them that are made and sourced in the United States, like the ones from Loving Pets products. And not only are they safe and healthy, they're also affordable. So interested in that gift basket? Yeah. Shoplp.com. Wonderful. Yeah, I think so. I think it's going to be great. Well, with the COVID pandemic, are more people still shopping online? You know, absolutely. More people are shopping online, especially millennials, because they're the largest percentage of pet owners now. And they're shopping at their favorite retailers like Amazon, Walmart, Petco, PetSmart. But really, with what's going on in the economy, less and less people are working FedEx, UPS, and the U.S. Post Office. Uh, Postal Service are having problems. So it's all about the one-stop shopping. And where we do that on Amazon, it's not because Amazon has all these different vendors. So it's very rare we're getting a box completely of stuff. We might get a lot of different boxes. So I want people to think Chewy.com because that's where it's at. You can, like I said, find gift boxes for dogs and cats, beds, toys. They've got their Frisco collection. That's their uh, that's their private label uh, collection of um, holiday apparel. There's coats, there's sweaters, and there's matching PJs like I wore the other morning for my segment on CBS in Las Vegas. Oh. Me and uh, me and Hammy had matching pajamas, and I actually went out in the matching pajamas. I stopped at the Bagel Pace. And this girl said, oh, my God, I love your outfit. It's got like a moose head on it. It's like red and black check. And I said, to be honest with you, this is an outfit from Chewy.com that I wore this morning um, on the CBS show. And my dog has the same. He's in the car. He has the same matching outfit. So she wanted to see it. And we took her boyfriend, took a picture of us. And she's going to buy the outfit for the whole family, for her dog and her and her boyfriend. And they're going to go get their picture taken by Santa. So I thought that was great. Um, You know, you can even find the latest uh, and greatest tech products. You know, people are really into the treat cameras because there are two things they can check on their pet. I mean, that's my friend, Amy. You know, you know, Amy, she got Mm -hmm. church's brother Mm -hmm. when we went to get church. My friend, Amy, got BB Buster Brown. I call him BB. But anyway, people love those tech products. They help them stay connected with their pet while you're at home, especially now when people are, are, you know, going back to work. Well, Olivia Newton-John, probably not happy with you. But so let's talk about what some of the other fun gifts for pets. Now, think of this. What's fun for the pet, not fun for the pet parent? Well, you know, look, here, here's the deal. It's okay. all about sharing your lifestyle. So one of the funnest things that's going to happen throughout the year is the 20th year anniversary of Harry Potter. I know you are not a Potterhead. So Fetch did a license agreement with PetSmart and PetSmart is the exclusive distributor of Harry Potter licensed toys and apparel. So you can dress your pet like in one of the houses, like a Gryffindor, a Slytherin, Hufflepuff and a Ravenclaw. So I can tell you right now, I've already thought about it. Wicked Wally is a Slytherin. He's like the Draco Malfoy of my house. And obviously church is a Gryffindor. I'm going to say that uh, Hammy is going to be my Hufflepuff and then Mara will be my Ravenclaw. That means nothing to you because you're not a Potterhead. Correct. But um, there's house tennis balls for fetchers, dogs that like to uh, play fetch. There are crinkle toys like the nine and three quarters. You see it around here. Nine and three quarters. Uh, that's the platform where the kids get on the train to go to school. 
for canines that really respond to sound. There's even a sorting hat toy. So if you don't know what house your dog goes into, you can get that sorting toy. So I, we talked about this a few weeks ago. I talked about these, these Harry Potter toys. The other things that are really nice, you know, toys are always great for dogs. And any toy that's going to get your pet moving or you, something you can do that you can experience together. Uh, I think those are the, the those are good the greatest point. things. Really good point. You know, so it doesn't make a difference if it's, you know, the enthusiasm comes from Harry Potter or whatever, but, you know, something that's going to get the pet motivated. I mean, if you buy a kayak for yourself, take your dog, mm -hmm. buy him a life preserver, mm -hmm. and then he can go on adventures with you. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, if you're going to get a new car, make sure, you know, you can outfit it with some of the latest and greatest products. Mm -hmm. But I mean, do dogs know one sweater from the other? Not really. Not really. But if you can do something to get them motivated, hey, that's the best gift. Keep them lean and mean and thin. There I don't go. mean mean, but you know what I mean. The other thing, too, that I think is a great gift, priced really reasonable. It's something that you could also give to your friend is we had, you know, Chris Landtroop from Cherry Hill. But, you know, that's a great gift to give to your friend. Give them the experience of getting photos with Santa. Mm. You know, it's a, it's it kind of marks the years one year after another. Uh, or it does. You don't have to go to the mall to do it. A lot of times the Humane Society does it. A local pet store does it. And that's just a nice thing to do around the holidays. You know, have a pet tree in your house with special ornaments. Look at the ornament up there. There's one right there for Hayden. It says Hayden is a Himalayan. Yeah. There's one for BJ up there. Yeah. And Hudson and Thames. Really important to keeping that information and that visionary stuff for perpetuity. Sure. Or go through your pictures, you know, buy a scrapbook, give it to someone who recently yeah. lost a bet. There's idea. so many fun things that you can do. Um, I like to give ornaments to people. Sometimes you just get sick of bringing that bottle of wine to someone's house. I don't. I do because there's a million other people bringing wine. I mean, maybe the wine's for you, but, you know, it's just kind of fun. Every year I try to go out, see the cloth ornaments on the tree. Yeah. I try to go get some things that are reminiscent of the dog. So I like to have a dog tree. So we just happen to have one in the studio. But next year, I'm going to have a regular Christmas tree and then one just dedicated to dogs and ornaments, because yeah. that's just that's like a big part of our life. Yeah. The dogs and the cats. Huge part. So show the love this holiday season, right? Show the love. Show the love. Ever wonder what goes on inside the Pet Buzz studio? We post full-length video versions of all of our guests on our YouTube channel. Hi, Dr. Michael Fleck back with you on Pet Buzz Plus. You've just learned your pet has been diagnosed with cancer, a malignant mast cell tumor, which is as deadly as melanoma in people. Fear, panic, and extreme anxiety enters our life because until now, treatment has been limited to surgical removal of the tumor followed by radiation and chemotherapy. But a brand new treatment has just been authorized by the FDA, which is simply an injection of Stelfanta directly into the tumor. Studies have shown Stelfanta to be 75% effective. This is truly a game changer for your pet. Treating the cancer without surgery, anesthesia, with minimal recovery, and it's affordable. We posted more about Stelfanta, the life-saving affordable cancer treatment, on thepetbuzz.com. For Pet Buzz Plus, I'm Dr. Michael Flock.
from all of our four-legged friends to you and all of your four-legged friends, happy holidays from everyone here at the Pet Buzz. That's the way it has to be, because that's the way I like it. It's genius. It's to die for. I like it. So my I likey for today's show is about the dog and cat goodie boxes by Chewy.com. You know, goodie boxes are great. And so many people do the subscription boxes, but I like Chewy's because you don't have to have a long-term commitment. They have seasonal or limited edition boxes and they're great. So this theme box, the ones for the season, uh, especially the cat one. So you can make your dog or cat Merry during the holidays with this limited edition goodie box. The theme box is loaded with exciting seasonal swag to fill your poochie and kitty with the holiday spirit. And not to mention the savings are up to 40%. That's a lot. That's great. And in the cat box, you'll find nine cat products to brighten up your holiday celebrations or your kitty's holiday celebrations. The box includes Chewy's exclusive Frisco cat and dog blanket, 100% chicken freeze dried grain free cat treats, holiday Christmas lights, plush cat toy with catnip. You know, cats got to get their catnip. And then, of course, there are two dog boxes. In the first, there are about five dog toys, and they include the uh, Chewy exclusive Frisco collection, holiday Nordic feral cat and dog blanket. Very, very nice. And there's a happy holiday stocking. There's a holiday elephant plush squeaky toy, holiday Christmas tree dispenser dog toy, an American journey beef recipe grain free soft and Chewy training bits dog treats. Now, in the other box, it's kind of for the smaller dogs and for puppies. So in the holiday goodie box, you get six dog products to brighten up more holiday celebrations because, you know, the big dogs and the little dogs have kind of different holiday celebrations. The little dogs are kind of sitting around on people's laps, hanging out on the couch. The big dogs want to play with all that Christmas swag. Okay, so like I said, there is a blanket, a festive bandana, full-size bag of treats, two cheerful toys, a fun pamphlet that includes tasty seasonal recipe, and a happy holidays banner for a cute photo op. I kind of like that. Sounds like a good I likey. I like it. I like it. Introducing the new PetBuzz.com website. ThePetBuzz.com. It's got a whole new look. More graphics, great pet pics, video versions of our guest interviews, more of Charlotte and Dr. Fleck, and ways for you to save money. ThePetBuzz.com. It's a whole new look. ThePetBuzz.com. Alcohol and drug addiction affects the whole family, including the family pet. Our next guest... Steve Knight, the founder and executive director of Dogs Matter 2, the first of its kind organization that fosters dogs whose owners are seeking drug and alcohol treatment. So, Steve, welcome to the Pet Buzz today. We're really pleased to have you with us today. I'm excited to be here. Would you please tell us about Dogs Matter 2 and what prompted you to found this organization? So, Dogs Matter were a temporary foster program for dogs who's owners are seeking inpatient drug and alcohol treatment. Um, so they don't have to, you know, surrender their dog and they get a second chance. Uh, and what prompted me is a very personal journey and program for me. I'm in recovery. And when I first got sober, I was living in a sober living house and somebody knocked on my door and had a, had a dog and 
need, had relapsed and needed to go into treatment. And she had nowhere to go and uh, certain her dog besides the animal shelter, which is a high risk kill shelter here in Dallas. And I thought, I can't let that happen. I took the dog and then I started thinking, you know, doing research and there's no other, there's no programs that do this. So I decided I was going to do a really small program and put together a nonprofit. And we did about 20 dogs the first year and it got way bigger than me. And now we've done over 500 dogs. Wow. Wow. So how old is the organization? We started in the end of 2014. So our first full year is 2015. And we seem to, you know, grow. This past year, we've probably grown about uh, by 150% because of the COVID and because of, you know, more people seeking inpatient treatment and more people adopting dogs more than ever, too. Sure. So talk about the organization's primary purpose. Primary purpose is to find a safe and healthy environment for the dog while the client decides to, you know, get their life together and go into treatment. And our goal is to keep both of them healthy. Um, you know, it's just when they go into treatment, it's just the beginning of it. When they get out is really where the hard work comes. And we have a, what we call an aftercare program that we can follow them for 12 months and provide them substance abuse counseling. We can provide them, you know, recovery coach, which is like a life coach. And we also provide them supportive services for their dogs. It's a pet deposit, medical food, anything that that's going to help them be able to f- help focus them on their recovery and keep the dog safe and we can follow them. Right. So I'm kind of intrigued. How, how do these people seeking treatment work with you? What's, what's the procedure? How do they even find out about you? So it's, you know, there's word, been word of mouth, but we, we work with a lot of local uh, rehabs, but what people can just go to our website and find out all about us. And the procedure is that they go to our website and they fill out an application and we vet the dog and the client. And we make sure that the, we verify that the, the client is going into a rehab and we get all that information and contact. And then we, we get the dog where we vet them and get, make sure that the dog is you know able to be fostered. We make sure that the dog is updated on its vaccines. If it's not spayed or neutered, we do the spayed and neutering. We do everything to get the dog healthy. And then we, you know, and then we find um, uh, a foster home for them to break foster home. And, you know, we have, thank God, we really have gotten some great, volunteers, um, people open up their homes for this and they take the dog. And then afterwards we come and get the dog and get them back together. Well, I have two questions. One is really kind of part two to your question. So they temporarily surrender the dog to you, correct? Mm -hmm. And then um, what happens if they don't want the dog when they come out of treatment? Do you keep it and then try to place it? Yeah. So that's a really good question because I mean, there's two, there's two kinds of things that can happen. One they get out and they may realize that, you know, their life is going to be so hectic and, you know, starting over that they might not be able to take care of the dog. And we, we're happy to, you know, find a forever home. A lot of times the foster might want them. And the other issue is like, let's say the client's not able to stay sober and they get out and they relapse and they're not, they're not able. We have the right to be able to make that decision. If the dog goes back to them, if they're, they continue to relapse and aren't able to take care of the dog, then we will find a forever home for the dog. And then how do you, um, how do you screen and find foster families? Um, so the foster families, we had the same thing. We have an application on our website that they can go and fill out an application with, you know, we have the, the typical questions about, you know, your home, is it a safe home, other dogs? And uh, we kind of vet them as well. And, you know, basically, it's not that difficult to be a foster family. You just have to have a safe home and a, a loving heart and, and you can really help us out. 
Well, you know, Steve, we're, we're up against a break. So hang on because we want to finish this conversation on the other side of the break. Okay. Sure. You are listening to the Pet Buzz with pet trendologist Charlotte Reed and veterinarian Dr. Michael Fleck. We know people love their dogs and many like to take them everywhere to lunch, to work, shopping. But dogs are only welcome in places where they behave. Our very own etiquette and pet trendologist Charlotte Reed discusses decorum for every occasion in her book, Miss Fido Manners, complete book of dog etiquette. She provides tips for behaving at home and on the street, eating in or going out. Plus, extending pet courtesy to others in places of business, being mindful of others while traveling, and treating veterinarians, pet sitters, and dog groomers with respect. With Miss Fido Manners, pet owners can learn how to behave appropriately in all kinds of situations. Miss Fido Manners from pet trendologist Charlotte Reed on Amazon. Hi, Dr. Michael Fleck back with you on Pet Buzz Plus. You've just learned your pet has been diagnosed with cancer, a malignant mast cell tumor, which is as deadly as melanoma in people. Fear, panic, and extreme anxiety enters our life because until now, treatment has been limited to surgical removal of the tumor followed by radiation and chemotherapy. But a brand new treatment has just been authorized by the FDA, which is simply an injection of Stelfanta directly into the tumor. Studies have shown Stelfanta to be 75% effective. This is truly a game changer for your pet. Treating the cancer without surgery, anesthesia, with minimal recovery, and it's affordable. We posted more about Stelfanta, the life-saving affordable cancer treatment, on thepetbuzz.com. For Pet Buzz Plus, I'm Dr. Michael Flock. Brushing your dog's teeth can be expensive and brushing teeth can be an absolute chore. It's so difficult. And I'm not going to tell you a tale because both are necessary to maintain a dog's healthy mouth. But to supplement my pet's dental care regime, I use Loving Pets products, tooth sticks. These affordable U.S. made and sourced dog treats help maintain a clean mouth, fresh breath, and stimulate gums. Online at shoplp.com. And we've also posted special information about Loving Pets and how you can save even more money on our website, thepetbuzz.com. So thank you, Loving Pets, another proud supporter of the Pet Buzz. So we're back on the Pet Buzz with Steve Knight talking about his organization's Dog Matters Too and how it helps alcoholic and drug-dependent individuals by providing foster care to their dogs while they're in treatment. Great organization, oh, right? Man, yeah, it's very tremendous. fascinating. It's the first organization of its kind. So it's great to have Steve here with us. So Steve, you know, tell us, I guess, why this program is so important. And I guess really I'm asking, I guess really what I'm asking is why the dog is so important to these folks, especially when they get out of treatment. Well, you know, the, the dog is as much as part of the recovery as the actual going into the treatment part of it, because there's so, at so many levels, a dog is, is makes such a difference in our mental health and our ability to, you know, have companionship. 
And most of the time with addicts and alcoholics, we, we ruin every one of our relationships and we're very lonely. And you have this dog to be able to show you unconditional love and have responsibility. And, you know, one of the coping, we have, as an addict, we have to develop coping skills for us to stay sober, you know, in case we get triggered or we have, you know, cravings. And the second you look into those dog's eyes and, and what you see there, it, it helps you go, wow, I have, I can, I can do this for the dog. And, and, you know, and then that teaches you how to have a healthy relationship. And then, you know, then you can go out and have and create your own life and create other relationships. But it's a lot of times it starts with the dog. It's the only relationship they've had in the beginning and the, the end of it when they went to treatment. And so the first one they'll have when they get out of treatment. And, oh. you know, you think about it, a dog is such, it needs you. It needs, you have to care for it. <laughs> and that really becomes a modus, a modus operandi, a motivation to get up, to get moving. And also when you have a dog, you kind of start to get to know people in your neighborhood because they see you, they mm -hmm. see your dog. Mm -hmm. So what other outreach do you provide? So um, in outreach, we, you know, we actually do a lot of education on, you know, with people to be able to be able to, to care for their dog. Um, and then the other outreach part of it is, is the aftercare uh, program that um, we're able to, you know, stay with the dog and the, and the client. It's all about the, safe, the health and the safety of both of them. But to be honest, you know, the dog comes first when, for us to make sure that the dog is safe. Uh, and just to let you know, we've never had to surrender a dog to a shelter. Uh, wow. And that, that makes all the dogs that we work with that probably would have gone to a shelter, give another space for the shelter to have a, another dog that's, that is deserving. So you're helping so many folks in crisis, and I think it's amazing. Um, what can you tell our listening audience about what your organization needs? So we're at the point of our organization becoming so uh, needed that we're really looking to take this at a national level. And, you know, first and foremost, 90% of our budget relies on individual donors. So any amount of donation would help us tremendously. And then secondly, what, what, what you need is the, the volunteers of foster homes. And, you know, it's not a difficult program to set up in any city, you know, and we're able to, uh, we want to be able to guide people that are interested in putting these in their communities and helping them start, you know, their own services there. So, um, but the main thing you need to have is, is the foster families. If anybody's willing to be a foster family, we're in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, but we also can do transportation. We just recently, um, got donated a, a van. So now we're doing a lot of transportation around. You know, before I ask you further for your websites, there's three things that I've thought about that are real simple for you to answer if you could. Sure. Number one is people are probably intrigued. What kind of dogs or breeds are you are you seeing? Number two, what about cats? Uh, taking cats. And the third question is, how many more chapters are there of you? Are there around that First of its kind with. organization. That's I said. what I'm thinking. So how do we get yeah. more? Well, you know, actually, we have started our second our second organization, uh, like a satellite in uh, Southern California. And we just did a, probably done about for first five dogs. So we're starting there but to answer your question is, you know, we're based out of the Dallas Fort Worth area. And that's where we started. And then we're looking we're already in the talks. So we just got we were, had a, an appearance on the Kelly Clarkson show. We had so much. Uh, result of that, that we're really looking to expand, whatever. And the, the answer to the cats, we are looking into that right now. When I started this, I'm allergic to cats, so I couldn't really take on cats. <laughs> <laughs> However, we also have a part, we're developing a partnership with an organization here called Dallas, uh, Dallas Pets Alive, 
and they're going to be helping us partnership by working on our foster program and they'll be able to take cats as well. So we'll very soon we'll be able to take cats. And what, what was the breeds types the of breeds dogs? Are every breed, you know, every breed, um, you know, probably the most popular breed, you know, it's probably a mid-sized dog. We do have a lot of pit bulls, you know, a lot of, a lot of uh, bullies and they are difficult, but we, you know, we have some amazing families that will, you know, help us out, but um, we have every size, every kind of dog, uh, you know, and, um, you know, we don't, we don't turn away any dog, but we'll try to find a place for them. I think there's a lot of people that want to know more about you and want to contribute maybe. So why don't you give us your website? So the website is dogs matter, the number two.org. And in your website, you can get all the information. There's a donate button. And you, if you're interested in volunteering or we have a, you know, you can send us a, an inquiry about what, what you, any questions you have, and we'll be happy to answer them. Well, Really, thank you for joining us today. And I'm sure Charlotte and I hope that there's a lot of chapters throughout the United States doing just this. Very yeah. Quickly. And I and, you know, I think it was great to, you know, have an appearance on the Kelly Clarkson show. And I hope that um, you they end up getting more foster families. There are a lot of dogs in Dallas, a lot of dogs in the Dallas, Houston area. So I know um, it's there's competition with other shelters, but I think this is a great program. I think there's a lot of people out there who have recovered and I think in some way will contribute. So um, whether it's um, being a foster family or, you know, giving donations, but I think this is fantastic. So Steve, thanks so much. You bet. It's a pleasure to be here. Well, everyone, that was Steve Knight, the founder and executive director of Dogs Matter 2, the first of its kind organization that fosters dogs whose owners are seeking drug and alcohol treatment. Before we end the show, I want to do a tell me something good. And please. News of the day got you down? No worries. Pet trendologist Charlotte Reed is here with Tell Me Something Good. This is a necessity like air and oxygen. Tell me something good. So a Colorado man was fostering a dog, a Labrador yellow lab, and he had a trick to get the pooch adopted faster. Want to listen? So to check this, this out. Yeah. The man taught the dog how to balance everyday items on his head. <laughs> so you know a Labrador, a big male Labrador. You know because you had a Labrador, sure. Studley. Sure. He had that big head. So the New York Post had this photo spread, and they showed he had a muffin on his head. Now that's easy, okay? Then he had a bottle of sriracha. He had container of milk. Hmm. that he balanced on his head and he had a bag of goldfish. He was probably like you snacking with the pooch, hmm. mm-hmm. but maybe goldfish might be better than cheese. Sharing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sharing. Okay. Hmm. He posted the pictures and very quickly, this cute dog, I don't know. His face didn't look so happy about balancing the stuff <laughs> on his head, but it was a great picture and he got ado- adopted really quickly. So now the new owners can show their friends and probably he'll have his own social media account every day. They'll put something on his head and balance it. I mean, that's their shtick if they want to continue. Right. So they adopted a celebrity dog. They that's right. They adopted a celebrity dog. So you never know what kind of stuff he'll have put on his head. And, you know, it reminds me of the Shiba Inu, mm-hmm. the, uh, the dog that dresses 
with these beautiful clothing. Mm-hmm. It started out as a, a goof and the people kept doing it. And then everybody started sending them clothes from all over the world. Sunglasses, polo, Ralph Lauren, you name it. They get tons of clothes. And that's it. So who knows what this dog will get to balance on his head? Oh, yeah. Maybe a box of Dunkin Donuts. Oh. Maybe some caviar. Oh, yeah. I'm oh. speaking your language, right, Dr. Frank? Bring the vodka with it. Whoops. Bring the vodka with it. <laughs> OK, everybody, that's a wrap. We want to give you a preview from next week's show before we say goodbye. So next week, we're talking about pet guilt. And check this out. The mechanics of cat color patterns. Of course, it's genetic, of course. Mm-hmm. So, Dr. Fleck, can you thank our guest? I sure can. We want to have special thanks to our guests, Jennifer Cohen-Funk and Steve Knight. Of course, we must always thank our sponsors, the Animal Medical Center of Bradenton and EpiPet, making better skin coat and ear care products for healthier pets everywhere. Shampoos, skin and coat sprays, sunscreen, ear cleaner and supplements for your dogs and cats. And of course, our new sponsor, Loving Pet Products, the manufacturers of safe and healthy U.S. sourced and made affordable treats. For more additional savings for loving pets, treats, and other products, thepetbuzz.com. Most importantly, remember, we're here each week to help you take better care of your pets. Peace out and pet love. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to The Pet Buzz with pet trendologist Charlotte Reed and Dr. Michael Fleck. The Pet Buzz is dedicated to enhancing the bond between pets and their people. If you and your pets need even more buzz, we're online at thepetbuzz.com and our social media channels, Pet Buzz Plus, the best way for you to engage with like-minded pet lovers everywhere. Hey, I'm petrondologist Charlotte Reed. Did you know that humans can give COVID to their dogs and cats? I got the shots to protect myself, others, and my dogs, Morrow, Wally, Hammy, and Church, as well as my cat, Hayden. My pets are my family, and I want to keep them safe. I encourage you to get the COVID-19 shot and the boosters. I want to be a contender. I want a warm belly to sleep on. A big house. How do I look? Do do I look good? I want to play hard. My nails done. Once a month. I want. I want. I want a home. I just want a home. I want someone to love. Last year, more than 30,000 companion animals came to us without homes. 20,000 of them were felines. Let's make some homes. A person is the best thing to happen to a shelter pet. Be that person. Adopt.